This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway. Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, sliceonbroadway.com. And listeners like you, support this show at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at sidekickmediaservices.com. Hey guys, it's time to get geeky, get techie. It is the awesome cast. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitters here in the wonderful Sorgatron Media Studios in the Beachview neighborhood of Pittsburgh, PA, video producer, podcaster, and the like. Uh, and uh, we got a crew, we got the crew with us, our regular co-host today. First of all, from Studio C, John Chichilla is joining us, uh, home office emoticon cued. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't have a. I didn't have a home office emoticon. So, or emoji. So I had to. I had to just put brackets and say insert home office emoji here. Good but slack. yes, joining you from the wonderful land of Dormont, high high above, high above, towering over Mount Washington, enjoying the <laughs> first day of spring slash snow. Slash whatever. Still winter. Um, <laughs> of course. And and of course Gadget Guru with Big Bank International Esquire. Also with us back in studio is Katie Dudes. Katie Dudders. Hi. Oh, they don't know. There it is. There is your name. I'm John. I'm yes, uh, director of sales and marketing with the Scarehouse. I am scary. And of course, <laughs> I gave some great podcasts going on. Uh, I saw the one with our your, your props person uh, went up last week. Yeah, yeah. And there'll be a new one this Thursday too with Scott and I. And follow her on Instagram so you know how to clean a scary baby mask. Yep. I teach people things. <laughs> yes. Very educational. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> uh, this is, of course, the Awesome Cast. You can join us, of course, at awesomecast.com, Facebook uh, Awesome Cast, and, of course, the Twitter. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Google Music Podcast, and video versions on the YouTube and Facebook page for Awesome Cast. And on that Facebook page, you can join us live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And keep, a, keep an eye out on awesomecast.com and, and a lot of those for the Awesome Chat, a great interview series that we're doing now every other week. Try and keep on that. I like this little consistency for you guys out there. We got some great conversations, including Karen Alexander, uh, who just won Social Justice Innovation Weekend. Uh, we put that up uh, this past Thursday. And I'm actually, there might be a fun, different version that uh, we might be posting here in the near future. I was working on today. Still working with those 360 tools in, uh, in uh, Final Cut Pro uh, X and getting used to those myself. Uh, also, we're streaming live. I'm sorry, we're, we're restreamed over on Rivers P- RiversEdgePGH.com Saturdays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. And of course, I just uh, got to hang out with them on Sunday night um, with with um, uh, who get who I'm trying to remember who posted. I think it was a man. No, no. It was Laura. It was actually Laura's um, Beat Saber, the lightsaber music game we were talking about in VR mm-hmm. last week. We uh, I brought that to them for us to talk about. They had a full crowd in there on Sunday night. So check out River Talk over there at RiversEdgePGH.com, uh, the sun- Sunday show, to uh, see how that went. And as well as, and we also talked a little bit about AI cars a little bit too. So since that's in the news lately. Uh, and also uh, we're restreamed at the 405media.com weekdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. 
if you want to catch up with the show there. If you want to be part of our audience, hit us up, awesomecasts at sorgatronmedia.com. We'll save a seat for you. We'd like to have some audience in here. Uh, we definitely encourage that since we do have the space and there might be some pizza around. And, uh, and of course, if you're looking to advertise, uh, check us out, awesomecasts at sorgatronmedia.com. Uh, a lot of people listening and a lot, maybe some new people this week, and we'll get to that in a little bit. Thank you to our Patreon supporters, patreon.com slash awesomecasts. A couple guys there supporting us, helping us keep the lights on here in the studio including at the coffee club five dollar level they're going to get an awesome cast gold this week where we talk a little bit about um I, I, the xbox we uh some of the stuff we're doing with the xbox here in the studio some stuff i'm going to now try thanks to chilla uh to make it the ultimate casting solution apparently uh and uh what else did we talk about chilla there was something else we got into a little bit um uh, as well video capture the xbox, video capture, the xbox. gold yeah, a little bit, a little bit of that, a little bit of gaming stuff. I think we're gonna have a few stories about that today. And also, thanks to our fan of show, Dollar Level, Mike Fedor, uh, Mike Fedor Show on the Twitter. Uh, thanks again, Patreon.com/slash/AwesomeCast. You guys can support the show. You can get some inside dirt on what's going on with the Awesome Cast on the higher levels. And uh, as the executive producer, um, you know, you can get some business cards and stuff. And also, let us know what are some things, what are some perks you'd like to see with the Patreon as well. Hit us up on our social media and let us know what what would what would uh, get you to donate. Uh, to the awesome cast that we can give you as part of the show and uh, so let's get into our awesome things of the week uh katie what's yours first i don't remember hold on <laughs> something about YouTube, youtube live streaming no encoder yeah. needed yeah we're all yeah you could totally just go onto youtube now and just live stream on your channel without having to do anything fancy they even give you i think this is one of my favorite parts is like right when you start it it says essentially it's like smile for your thumbnail mm -hmm. because if you've ever done a live video, they always pick the most atrocious photo ever from the video, like a little snap of your video where they're like, oh, your eyes are half closed and half opened or your mouth is funky or something. Then that's always the one they pick. But you get to pick it. It's like the first thing you smile and then that's the thumbnail for I your video. This is kind of the battle because Facebook is doing some stuff where you can do the stream live from your computer and do a little bit more with it. Right. I think they're, we, we're, we're hopefully testing this week so they can do some of the shows while I'm out of town. Um, like the, the, the idea that you probably see it on the phone when you do Facebook live, like, Hey, here's a friend. You can bring them into the call. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that more of those are, are kind of happening as well. Uh, so, so I think this is kind of fighting back a little bit there. But I mean, I'm always iffy because they're they're starting to do like they're doing like friends and connections over on YouTube now. But I think it's a little too little too late. Yeah, it's it's like they're they're kind of trying to get on. Even like in, we've we've talked about it. We keep talking about Instagram. Even Instagram has it where you can bring in a friend for your videos. For That's your right. Videos. That's right. And um, but yeah, so I mean, every pretty much everybody is doing that now where you can have your buddies. I've been wondering, though, because I've been seeing this. Uh, you know how it is when you have too many accounts and like half of them roll over to the new version mm -hmm. so i get that upload or start video kind of button like they're showing here on the video yep and i'm like oh i should play with that but man i got some it's always the accounts where where it's a it's a it's a client and i have to get done whatever <laughs> i'm in the middle of right then right yep it's always it's never the fun ones where you're yeah. like i can actually do this oh wait this is the mess around account i can completely do it here yeah, yeah no 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 or or i'm not on the computer with a webcam or or something like that right <laughs> yeah exactly so yeah this is uh, supposed to be 
pretty easy to do and you can talk to interact with people like in every other platform are you are you looking at i think youtube also does a phone facebook live-ish kind of thing as well right Mm -hmm. are are you looking to play with that as part of maybe scarehouse or yeah we've never done that with um with youtube we've always done it with just the with the facebooks but we've never tried it with youtube and you'd be curious because i I mean none of my accounts have equivalent followers on youtube (laughs) so the audience isn't there but but you know with with scarehouse you guys have such ridiculous numbers subscribe to your youtube channel i'd be curious to see if you did a similar thing across the two platforms what what that interaction would look like Hmm, i believe i leave tomorrow morning for a haunted house convention Mm -hmm. in st louis so this might be a good opportunity for scott and myself to try this out some experimentation you can do some like literal side by side (laughs) (laughs) here let me borrow your phone real quick one of us Uh, be on the youtube channel one of us be on the facebook (laughs) so either way it's going to be a lot of fun to follow scarehouse over the next few days yeah 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 especially especially on instagram because that'll be all me <laughs> I'm like, look at this thing. It'll be this thing, part of your face, something with socks, and moving mm-hmm. on. All right, Shilla, what is your awesome <laughs> thing? Oh, just real quick on that topic, that you need to create some kind of multi rig where it's like three devices where you could stream to three services simultaneously from like, it's like a selfie stick, but it's like the Hydra. But, of, but the phone. So no, no, yeah. this solu- no, this solution is one, you need multiple phones. You need multiple accounts. That needs to happen. And you can get these, um, because I was looking at these for putting a camera and then I want to separate the zoom recorders that we use. Um, mm-hmm. Because with the Canons, I, you know, I, you need to kind of use both of them if you want to do something significant like a hand mic or something. So I need something where it connects both of those. So you can completely get those dual plated kind of things on a tripod. And I don't see why you can't get like a, a an a iPhone connector to, to attach that as well. So no, that is completely doable, Chilla. And don't tempt me. See, see Chilla, if you would have been in the studio for whenever we recorded the Q&A for Scarehouse this past weekend, we had Facebook, Sorg was streaming the Facebook Live. I literally was holding my phone and we were Instagram Live too. So, I mean, we just could have had Missy set up on the, you know, on the other angle, angle we could have YouTube yeah, going. Yeah, we probably could have, I think we did say, but like, well, we should probably like, like, uh, attach this to a gorilla pod and to your, you know, or something. And I forget why we didn't, but anyways, uh, Chilla, what's your uh, awesome thing of the week? So, so my thing isn't necessarily a thing as much as it is an app and actually it's two apps um one of the things that i've been doing a lot in my personal time as well as for work is sketching up a lot of plans um i don't know if you do this when you're going into a shoot or or trying to figure something out um i end up i use a whiteboard a lot at work but I find myself away from my desk more and more and not necessarily in a conference room. So I've been wanting decent apps that allow me to kind of quickly sketch out a network diagram or kind of convey what I think a conference room layout should look like. Um, And I'm looking, I'm still looking for that perfect app and the two apps I've played around with Microsoft OneNote. I've played around with numerous um, sketch apps, paper by 53. Um, they, they, they're not getting me exactly where I want to be. And and it seems like those ones are more positioned as, Hey, do you want to draw a picture kind of thing? There's, there's plenty of ones that are like the, the Photoshop drawing app of choice. Um, this is, I want to be able to sketch something out, but I'm not trying to 
replicate like a drawing of a house or anything. So the first one I found is Concepts. It's the first link in the doc there. It's the one I've been playing around the most because it's the one I honestly found first. Um, Concepts does a really nice job. I really like the screen layout. It has a simple tool um, up in the upper left. You can adjust the paper size. You can do multiple layers. It has a phone app. Um, the one thing I will say about Concepts that I've noticed is you can get it for free, but if you want to be able to do some of the neater things, you have to pay um, a minor amount of money. I think I paid like two bucks or three bucks for for some of the baseline tools. Um, you can actually kind of create your own um, your own like pencils and pens where it kind of has line weight and all kinds of additional stuff. Um, or, or brushes, I guess would be a better word for it. You can create, you, you can pay for upgrades to that. You can also pay for an upgrade to Pro where it allows you to export and do more file formats. Um, it'll actually, the for what I, whatever I paid for it, I know I can, I can actually export right to Photoshop, um, which I thought was nice. Um, I'm really liking the, the, layout and how I can use the app. The other application I found, it's the second link in the doc. It's called Linea Sketch 2.0. The read, What drew my attention to this is that it supports split view, drag and drop um, for iOS. These are both iOS, iPad apps. Um, um, I downloaded Linea today. It, it did does come at a cost. Um, I think it was nine ninety nine. They just came out with version two. Um, oh, it's sorry. The the article four ninety nine for customers. That's fifty percent off the usual price. Um, the one thing I liked about this application was you kind of create um, layers and resize things on. Like you could take a portion of the picture, draw around like whatever you had put on there and like resize that whole section. I thought that was kind of cool. So if you were like messing around with the floor layout and you had a table here and chairs there and you wanted to make the table bigger instead of erasing the table and drawing a new square there, um, you could actually kind of drag a circle around that area and, and, and resize it kind of on the fly. I thought that was kind of a neat feature without resizing other layers and other, other objects. Um, you can import pictures. You can do a bunch of stuff. To, to me, it seems like the linea allows for a multitude of things, different paper types. Um, that's the other thing that I was looking for was I want to be able to have a blank piece of paper, virtual piece of paper. I want lined paper. I want grid paper. I want it all. Um, I, but I also don't want something where I have to pay a subscription for it. I think that's a bit ridiculous. Um, so both these applications have have kind of a a free freemium mode or they're pay once. Um, the Concepts app does have a subscription if you want to use some kind of their cloud synchronization service or something like that. I wasn't interested in it, so I didn't pay any mind. Um, the other thing that I was playing around with is if you don't have an iPad Pro with an Apple Pencil. Um, these work with a number of styluses. They work with your finger. Um, they work with pretty much anything you can get your hands on. So pretty impressed with both, both applications so far, and I'll probably give an update a month out as to what I end up with as my, my daily kind of virtual notepad um, going forward. Nice. 
some kind of options. I, and there's been a few of these. I, and I know you're usually looking at these, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I get to see a few more passing through there. Uh, looked interesting. I got confused because of the video I was showing like ended up like, playing Portal. And I guess it's some kind <laughs> of like computer streamer kind of thing. So... <laughs> but anyways, uh, speaking of games, we were talking about a little bit. I don't know. I'm just having one of those weeks where I'm just like re reattacking video games because I realize I need to take a rest. Um, so that's where I'm at. Uh, but anyways, uh, there's one that I've uh, particularly liked lately. Uh, been having a lot of fun with. Uh, I'm going to pull it up here on the screen for you from my phone. Uh, it's Playdead's Inside. Playdead may sound familiar to you, and, and it's another game that I was super addicted to called Limbo. Which, uh, as my wife says, the one with the creepy kid and the spider. Uh, <laughs> so, and it's it, it's kind of a very similar thing. And, and I've been playing the de- I played through the demo, and I'm definitely going to pick this up uh, in a little bit. And I'll tell you why I've been getting into these kinds of games lately. Uh, but again, very simple. Uh, I actually started playing this on the Apple TV and just looked magnificent on a on a 42 inch television. So again, you're just you're just walking. It's a 2D kind of scroller thing. It's kind of it's actually in color this time. If you're familiar with Limbo. And you go through and it's just beautifully animated. You know, there's climbing over things and interacting with things. And and you kind of have to figure out puzzles uh, as you travel through uh, this thing. But again, everything looks super 3D and and super amazing as you're moving through the environments. Uh, and, and, And there's not really any explanation, but apparently, like, you know, you start coming across these trucks and these people with flashlights. And if you do the wrong thing, oop, got a little bit of screensaver there if you do the wrong thing um um they'll come chasing after you and uh, and, and kill you and these, these these people like here's the one behind the truck here well if i and you're sneaking by it and people are tweeting me on my phone uh so again something simple something fun something kind of cool that i can kind of transfer it from playing with a controller on my apple tv to um, here on my phone, you know, along the way, and if you know, feels like a nice game. And, and if you're if you're interested in it, it's available basically for everything. And here's the guys with the flashlight, and they got me. And I think they just killed me. Uh, yep, that's yeah. yep. You have just a small child being just murdered. Uh, <laughs> so, but uh, no, it is available on Steam, Xbox, PS4, uh, Origin, Humble Store. It, it, it's really just kind of everywhere at this point. So uh, go check it out. It's at uh, playdead.com is the uh, is the company's website. And they basically have two games, uh, Inside and Limbo, and I highly recommend Limbo as well. Just some fun game. Uh, and I, that's one of those few games that I did play the entire way through. Um, and partially, uh, maybe also a partial awesome tip along with this. Um, I don't know if this was a mindfulness thing I did, but I went through and deleted every freemium game on my phone. So the WWE Champions gem game, the the puzzle fighter, the uh, uh, you know the, the the injustice and the Marvel like fighting games, like anything that I needed to collect shards or gems uh, is out as far as I'm concerned. Um, I mean, technically, I do kind of have some freemium games on here as far as like a, a Tetris game and, and Hearthstone, but I consider those a, a Pokemon Go. But you get a little bit more out of those. And uh, if we get to it, there might be a couple cool things that I discover to it. But just um, in this conversation I was having with Chance Second on Twitter about like having more substantial game experiences than what those freemium games kind of have for you um, and, and trying to, you know, make my gaming experience uh, more fulfilling than a chore. Right. So did you put any money into those games? The only thing that I think I've put money into is Pokemon. 
Okay. For reasons. I even deleted Pocket Camp, uh, Animal Crossing, Katie. Oh, no. Did you, yeah. delete, did you delete Mario Run? No, because I paid for that. That's a purchase game. Okay. I didn't know if you counted that. Yeah, I guess it's purchase, but you can also... Can't you buy coins and tickets? Yeah, you can. I mean, there, yeah. uh, there's plenty of things that even that you purchase have sort of a freemium component to them. Uh, but it, if it's something where I look at them, but I've rediscovered some stuff like uh, like Scribble Knots I redownloaded. I'm going to be playing with that. And of course, stuff like, um, you know, uh, uh, Abe's uh, or Alto's uh, Odyssey, the, the sequel to Alto's Adventure uh, just came out. And I've been playing a lot of that, too. So uh, I went back to Monument Valley, too. I never completed uh, and it's not that it's a long game. Uh, so, uh, you know, just again, just returning to those kinds of experiences, uh, you know, uh, they're, they're just a little more weighted and, and looking at purchasable games. Because why should I complain about buying a game when it's like $7 for like inside is uh, is is $7 for the full game? I think that, that, that's the one thing even on the even on the switch. I'm like waiting for games, waiting to find used versions of games because I don't feel like paying sixty bucks. And I, I do the same thing even on Xbox. It's waiting for, you know, either more games with gold to come out to get more content for free, or mm-hmm. waiting for different games to go on sale for at least like twenty five percent off. It, just the that $60 price point seems steep unless I can get it at a discount. When, to, when to your point, you can get really good content on a mobile device for, for eight bucks. Absolutely. Kind of changes the game for you, right? When it's so similar. Uh, Chile, this is kind of an awesome thing from, uh, from Alex. Uh, he actually got to check out the OneCast app that, uh, you could, uh, that, that was bringing your Xbox One game streaming to, to the Mac. Uh, so I know he's been talking about that. I, I forget if he, he did it on Slack or on the Facebook group, uh, but he's had some hands on with it and says it's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I definitely, I saw his, I think he did a picture of it on the Slack. Um, I haven't gotten, I'll be honest with you. I haven't gotten a chance to play with it and I did purposefully didn't download it cause I didn't have time to make sure I could test out the, the trial. Um, but it seems like he's pretty happy with it, and he commented on it in the Facebook. Awesome. And he also, said, well. he also said in the chat, I think is the, the your thing with the YouTube, Katie. Uh, he's been working on a live stream setup using that YouTube live component. Oh, cool. So hopefully get some more stuff from him and his properties over there. So a shout-out to OccupyProWrestling.com while we're at it. Uh, so anyways, and also a shout-out to our friends uh, supporting Pittsburgh Podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Our buddies over at Slice on Broadway supporting us uh feeding uh, the people that are coming out here for the tuesday night podcast day thank you so much for those guys down here the og right up the tracks here in beachview as well as carnegie carnegie pa carnegie carnegie i'm sorry i had a new yorker in my car the other day <laughs> uh and <laughs> as well as pnc park on the pittsburgh pirates opening day is in like a week and a half is it Two weeks? Two weeks, I think it is. Um, as well as East End, East Liberty. Still needing to get out there, but I was distracted by Indian barbecue. Uh, but thank you so much to our friends. SliceOnBroadway.com, BGH underscore Slice on the Twitter, and Slice on Broadway on the Instagram. Great uh, great stuff there. Great crew, um, at least in our location, uh, and, and, and uh, really good uh, people behind that. Thank you so much, them, the Beachview original Slice on Broadway for, uh, for supporting us. Uh, and there is, uh, Alex also wants to chime in that there is a Broadway in Long Beach. Just saying, Slice. <laughs> stay with it. You can stay with it. Uh, I was suspect of every pizza place I found in, uh, in, in, in T- Tampa, Florida this weekend, by the way. Because I'm like, what can they know about, you know, Florida? Yeah. Uh, anyways, um, 
with that, <laughs> a little bit of a local focus. I love this. Um, the Incline, if you guys are familiar here locally with The Incline, it's kind of a, I guess it's a local news blog uh, of sorts. And uh, they did the big list of Pittsburgh podcasts with, worth listening to today. And I got to give a shout out to uh, some friends of the show. A lot of people that have been featured on the show as well. Um, first of all, uh, Liz Victory, who's been on Fishing Without Bait, that broadcast, as well as our friends at the broadcast that record here on Sorgatron Media, uh, were, were, uh, were, were included on this list. Some other friends like uh, the Drinking Partners, Aaron Watson. Uh, and, uh, well, if we go all the way down to the bottom, there's just a, a little bit of a more Pittsburgh podcast and look at the top of that list is the awesome cast. So thank you so much to, uh, incline, uh, for supporting us and our friends, uh, uh, uh over there at the incline.com. You can check out the article. I believe we shared that on our social media as well. And, uh, props to our friends at the, both of the broadcast podcasts and drinking partners. And, and, and really, I think about every, yeah, every network you jack off was mentioned here too. Um, every major, uh, uh, river talk as well, uh, podcast, uh, uh, represented on here. So really cool to see, see that kind of representation happening and, and, uh, kind of showing off the Pittsburgh podcasting scene, uh, in this way. So, um, also, I get to my next bits of notes. Uh, we had a lot of we had a lot of stuff contributed on the group this week, guys. Um, <laughs> Amanda Narcissi, our uh, resident Apple expert, uh, shared with us camera. That's uh, C M R A, as you spell things in the tech world. Uh, Chili, you might be interested in this as well. It's the camera of tomorrow today. It, it, it's basically a camera for your. It's a watch, a watch band um, camera for your Apple Watch. It's a dual camera band uh, lets you instantly capture photo and video, and uh, they're showing like samples in here of like FaceTime and things like that. I mean, that thing seems like a th- something that's been pretty missing from an Apple Watch up till now, right? And um, and I just signed up for the waiting list. Um, so. <laughs> and like that. Uh, the, so we saw this a while back. Samsung tried to do this with one of their first gen gear devices. Mm-hmm. Um, I am super interested in this technology. Um, I'm hoping they follow through on this. Like there's no price obviously with this. Um, how it works with something like a FaceTime, um, I'm, I'm definitely interested in. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, please, I, if you're listening, camera group, CMRA, whatever you call yourselves, um, let me know because I will definitely buy this. There you go. Um, but I, I just I'm, I'm interested to see how it works and how well it like integrates with other applications. The one thing that will be interesting about this is I know Apple is getting much more um, strict about apps on the Apple Watch, and I want to say probably by the next version there will be no more. You have to rely on the phone kind of as the 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 guts of the app and the the app just kind of streams down to the to the watch um they now want all their apps to run self-sustained obviously because the newer watch you can get a cellular uh version so uh, i'm interested to see how they make this work is it going to use that uh port like that's hidden underneath the watch band is it bluetooth how does it magically work Mm -hmm. Yeah, we just like yeah, we, we, we 
But if, how, but if how this baked is, in is it going to be, right? Yep. If this is, it says HD cameras. I'm interested in what they consider HD. Mm-hmm. Um, if this is sub five hundred dollars, sign me up. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see what they do with that. And is this going to be a feature? Because I feel like the Apple Watch is going to get that eventually, right? Like, I'll be interested to see how Apple conquers it because they, they seem to be going in this bezel-less direction. So how do you get a notch? Are we going to have a notch on our watch? Oh, no. Not a watch, <laughs> not a watch notch. The watch notch? Um, are, are we going to have a notch on our watch? And then <laughs> I like how this has two cameras, one that's kind of outward facing and one that's forward front facing mm-hmm. kind of just like your phone, right. For taking pictures. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Interesting to see. Um, our friend Chris, which Christopher Whitlatch, who, uh, who just hosted the first game night here, which was a lot of fun. And we're looking to do another one here in April. So, uh, keep an eye on the awesome cast and, uh, Sorgatron media Facebook page and, uh, for, for that date. Uh, but he, he shared with us this article, which uh, to to which my response was, "Okay, here come the Pokemon Go clones." Uh, Google opens up the Maps API to game developers, so uh, it's using that API. It's using uh, the Unity engine, which is basically what uh, I, I believe the Antec made uh, uh, Pokemon Go out of. And uh, you know, uh, laying that over, there's a cool kind of demo video. We'll see how realistic this thing goes. Or it's kind of showing like it's like they're pulling up Assassin's Creed in the middle of New York City or something. Um, so it, it it could enable a lot of things, a lot of fun things like putting a dragon in Central Park, apparently. Um, or it could be just a lot more things that invade my phone that I have to delete eventually. You never know. Uh, so, but no, I mean, this is a really cool thing. Like I still love, I, I broke out the Pokemon go band and, and even Pokemon, I kind of fell out of a little bit. Uh, but it's still just fun to like be walking around and, and, you know, having the thing buzz and know you're catching Pokemon like that weird, you know, world leveling kind of thing happening there. Haven't, haven't there been two other? I'm wondering. If this is a result of there's. Haven't there been two other games announced? I think there was a ghost. There's going to be like a Ghostbusters take on Pokemon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then isn't there going to be something else? I know there's always the the Harry Potter keeps that that floated around. The Harry Potter. I think that, the I think Niantic themselves are doing the Harry Potter one. So, okay. So they'll be from the Pokemon people who do the Harry Potter deal. So it'll be interesting to see um, there. I mean, we've seen before, like the zombie run games and things like that. I think it'd be fun to see, you know, those kind of popping up as well, like mix this with AR uh, and, and you could have a lot of interesting uh, opportunities there. So uh, the, the titles such as Jurassic World Alive, The Walking Dead, Our World and Ghostbusters World will uh, all make use of the augmented reality to create truly immersive. So th- those listed right here. That was uh, the other one that I saw, the Jurassic, the Jurassic world alive a velociraptor pops right out of the library it'll, it'll be great it'll be, it'll be awesome so anyways <laughs> um by the way shout out to our friends at bold sports and bold pittsburgh uh who did not make the list uh, we're talking in the chat room about them uh we'll make some noise we'll make sure they're on the next one uh for sure uh, but anyways, uh, also in our local focus, let's see, that was by Chris. Uh, I'd say a lot of game news this week. There was a cool one. This is this isn't anything widely available. I think it's just some something somebody made uh, where they did a Street Fighter AR. So you know, putting the three D Street Fighter characters basically in 
you know, real world settings. That's kind of fun. It looks like it's a little slow, maybe, but uh, but I, I would love for this to be an actual thing that gets released. What would be interesting is if they could grab the the image. If you could do your own backgrounds for those kinds of games, right? Take the image. It could do surface detection because that's what a lot of that has to do with, right? Yeah, it looks pretty um, good with the way the shadows and the feet are, are are kind of at. Yeah, but let me set all the backgrounds. Like, let me go around Pittsburgh and take different pictures. Mm-hmm. So then I, I can use it for all the backdrops. I, I don't know. Do I really need the people moving in the background? I don't know. Um, it would be interesting to put this on like Interstate 376 and have the cars. <laughs> well, I love that. But... I don't know if it's on here. They did the car smash uh, mini game in a parking lot. Uh, so it looks like the Jeep <laughs> sitting in the spot uh, that they're beating up. So it's a lot of fun. Again, it's by a, it's just by a uh, developer. Um, uh, his last name Singh here, uh, but uh, you know, again, n- nothing that I think you're going to see in the app store anytime soon because it is kind of a property. This was not done by Capcom, so uh, it's probably not going to get an official release. But it was done on iPhone, so there's some hopes for that, and maybe they'll pick that up. Also on that, Brandon, our our friend on the KC, uh, 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 let us know about a Sega Genesis collection for a PS4 and Xbox One announced once again. Your childhood still lives on. And I like there's a nice comparative list on here, too, um, of, of the games versus like what they released like in 2009 for the Sonic's Ultimate Genesis Collection and the, those cool flashback consoles you can pick up at the dollar store. Um, so, uh, you know, again, a little bit of everything. Once again, Sonic the Hedgehog 3 not included, it looks like. There's a little bit of audio uh, issues, but the Sonic Spinball is in there. That's pretty cool. But I was surprised that... Th- two things that they didn't come out with this. So there's, there's, they were quoted in this article as they're not coming out with this for the switch. No, but they did do a number of these for iOS. Remember yep. they had that collection where you could get like kid chameleon altered. I, beast. I have, I have a folder on my front page of all, just all Sega games, just pages of Sega games. Some of them I've paid the two or $3 to make ads go away. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm still sad that most of these are not compatible with the Apple TV yet. They really should be. Uh, it makes a lot of sense. And I, I, I would be fast to drop three bucks for each one of them if that happened. Uh, so I, I, I just feel like they're leaving money on the table. Yeah. Yeah. But also if you're on the switch, I feel like they're going to individually release all of these games via the uh, store over there because they already have that relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we talked about the mega man, uh, coming out in the collection uh, uh, over on the Switch a little bit ago. Like, surprisingly, I, I think they want to be a little bit more in control of their release schedule than what Nintendo is going to allow it in the Switch store. So, uh, Also, Katie, maybe this is... Katie, were you, why do I feel like you were a Tamagotchi person? I, did, I had one. You yes. had one. Yes. You, you had one. How did that fare for you? I'm not very good. No, <laughs> I get, I'd forget about it. And you might die. get another chance. Oh, good. Because Tamagotchi, <laughs> redeem myself. It's you can redeem yourself with Tam- Tamagotchi coming to the smartphone. It's uh, uh, my Tamagotchi forever. So that sounds a little more promising. <laughs> forever. How did this not happen yet? Like it feels like it was. It's in that you know there's the old Tamagotchis with the old little LCD screen and everything. I mean, I remember the Sega Dreamcast. Um, I remember when the Sega Dreamcast had a little like Tamagotchi screen in the memory card that uh, you could like ha- have a Tamagotchi from the Sonic the Hedgehog game, right? Uh, so there you go. It's more than like eight pixels wide. That's nice. 
that's a good that's a, that's a nice plus right there uh so oh and you can take a little pictures little ar pictures with your tamagotchi pal and then he becomes a real thing in your living room apparently according to this video and then he gets mad oh, oh and he, he pooped on your carpet he pooped, he pooped. He what pooped. oh he's embarrassed <laughs> He's so oh. embarrassed. And Katie's downloading yep. this one. Poop. <laughs> yep. There you go. Hatching in 2018. Uh, Tamagotchi forever. Look for that. Uh, so needs to be a thing now. Yeah. Thanks, Riz, for opening that can of worms. So uh, does it does it really last forever? Because I remember like the one that I had. You could actually like it grew up and flew away. <laughs> really? <laughs> what? Of course, yours did. <laughs> Katie, yeah, you, like Katie it, you didn't get that far. No, 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 no. The the one I had, like, because it would re reset. The one I had didn't didn't survive, but uh, on the next round, I was able to keep it alive. But then it like, yeah, it, I can't remember. Like, it hatched and flew away, or grew up and flew away, or something. So I just downloaded it. <laughs> <laughs> let me know. Let, let me know. Let us know if you kill it before the end of the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You get the play-by-play. That time I got you pooped. <laughs> it pooped in the studio. Oh, no. Or, or you could pay a dollar and get the classic version where it oh, looks no. just like, forget that. I'm going to the high end. That might be worth a dollar, though. You know, <laughs> Then you don't have to change the batteries, right? Yeah, true. <laughs> That's the biggest thing. Like my, my Mine lived until the batteries died. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, hey, want to give a shout out to our friend Alex Carr. As we mentioned, uh, one of his properties here earlier. He always contributes to the show. Uh, but uh, check out check out what he's got going on over there. Uh, an avid graphic designer. We've done some work with him. He's actually done some t-shirts for us for Wrestling Mayhem Show. Alex AlexanderCars.com or AlexCars.media. That's uh, K A H R S. The coolest way to spell cars, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's putting together a puzzle of design and media from uh, branding to print to digital projects. Uh, Alex can do locals, lo- sorry, logos, merchandise, websites, and even photo and video projects. Uh, check him out again, alexandercars.com and alexcars.media. Yeah, he's done a lot of stuff. He's done some DVD covers for us. He's done a lot of t-shirts for, for a lot of uh, uh, independent pro wrestlers out there as well. Um, some fairly significant ones, uh, like uh, the fallen Kikio. It's actually coming to the Pittsburgh area here in the coming weeks as well. Uh, it's available over uh, prowrestlingtees.com, which is probably the foremost place for uh, uh, indie pro wrestling t-shirts and, of course, designs with indiewrestling.us. So thank you. Shout out to them. Check them out. AlexanderCars.com. Uh, Chilla, I know you're always kind of looking at... Yeah. Do you have a lot of raspberry pies? Have you ever gotten into a raspberry pie? I, have, I know I have, you're you're always looking at the possibilities of them. I know. Yes, and I I'm actually there's there's a the one raspberry pie that's like the mini one or the the cheap the cheapest version of it. Like they now have one where you can build that and make it um, a Bluetooth and line in for your uh, for your Apple not AirPod. HomePod. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was actually thinking about using one. Uh, yeah, I keep coming up with these ideas like, oh, if I had one, I could do this, or I could do this, or I could do this. And then it's like, eh, I just never ordered it because I know just well, don't have the time that's to That's one of those, right you now. luck out whenever you do. It'll be the newest one because once again, there's the Raspberry Pi 3, uh, I think, plus, is it? Yeah, the B+. Plus, it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, the grade B+. Plus. Uh, it has a faster quad-core Broadcom CPU. It has faster Wi-Fi. It's uh, AC. Uh, it's, uh, it's uh, you know, a little more spiffed up still at the 
nice nice price of uh, $35. Still fit in that form factor for all those uh, little plastic cases available out there on Amazon that you can pick up these days. Uh, you, you had one, didn't it have an LCD screen or something on it? It had the ability to do an LCD screen. Actually, I got one with a camera, but I think I grabbed the camera for the Raspberry Pi 2, so it wasn't compatible. So that didn't work out too well. Uh, we still have the Retro Pi here in the studio, although I don't know how much we're playing without what we have on Xbox One in here. Uh, but uh, it, and, and I have another one that... Um, uh, I'm still kind of determining which project to put it on. I think it may just end up playing a slideshow in my window uh, um, in the long run. So, what what would what catches my interest about this? Because I didn't see this article till till it was in the doc today. Um, it supports power over Ethernet, Ooh. which means if you have a router that can power an endpoint device via via. Um, Ethernet cable, mm-hmm. um, it will actually power this device without a need for actual AC adapters. That's actually how um, the pit mesh, um, I don't want to reach for knocking anything over, but the pit mesh, like public Wi-Fi that we have here, it runs over the power over uh, uh, Ethernet as well. And there's mm-hmm. like there's like a special plug that I needs to push through, like push everything through that powers through that Ethernet, right? Yep. Um, so that that's cool. So that might be, that might be worthwhile because then I wouldn't have to plug anything else in over here. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Right? Because there's should- when I think about it, so you can actually buy like routers, higher end routers and hubs and switches and whatnot that do power over Ethernet out of every port by default. Mm-hmm. Um, so think about it: you could run an entire network of webcams that are running wow. off of Raspberry Pis, um, and kind of make it pretty self sufficient. Katie, you you guys, maybe I don't know. Maybe you're not in this side of it, but I feel like Raspberry Pis are something that somebody has to be using, the, like for these props as little controllers or something, right? I'm sure people are. We use like in our industries, like they're called peekaboo's, and there's different little kind of similar things where you can you make things do, and it's a lot of code and programming yeah. and coordinating lights and sounds. But I know even seeing a little behind the scenes of what uh, uh, Aaron does with the, the escape room mm-hmm. seeing, seeing like, well, of course, it's a little bigger than Raspberry Pi. They had a whole <laughs> closet verse, uh, uh, full of technology to run this thing. But I could see that like just little bits, like little tasks being being used. Oh, yeah, I'm like sure that, there right? are because, like I said, we're, we're going to that that um, convention this week and I think one of a couple of the things they mentioned keep were their, their tech I, I, I had, then I have a mission for you okay keep, yay keep an eye out for raspberry pie I'll be looking for pie look for pie like listen <laughs> do you have pie hi do you got pie <laughs> wink wink this this, this, this crazy lady is going to all the booth asking for pie, pie. it's strange your pie but she only wants it in raspberry. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. picky. She even likes raspberry pie. I don't get it. Uh, but no, it's good to see that's uh, uh, going forward, doing well, doing strong. Yeah, it's a really good, uh, you know, nice educational tool and, and just kind of fun to, you know, do these little projects with without putting a whole lot into it. Right. So. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, Alex is saying he was bummed his his uh, Sonic uh, Genesis collection wasn't backward compatible. Yeah, because they want you to buy the new one. That's the one thing I've noticed. <laughs> uh, why is my Tomb Raider not backward compatible from the Xbox so I can continue playing? Because they have a new one that was available on Xbox uh, One. So, yeah. uh, anyways, uh, Katie. Yes. No, I don't want to do that one yet. Okay. Uh, Waze Carpool. I didn't even know this was a what thing. What is this? It's it's okay. So essentially, Waze launched this thing card called, called Carpool, and it was to help people essentially find other people going the general direction. I think I've heard something like this. I didn't realize it was a thing. 
And but now it's in the state of Washington. But they essentially they, they realized there was an issue where there was not enough roads and too many cars. So they're, they're trying to get everybody condensed into less cars. Mm. And it's not like you pay the person you're riding in the car with, really, except for like the 54 cents per mile, essentially what you would write off in your taxes, I believe. So there's no like real paperwork or anything that needs to be filled out, you know, like insurance things like you see with Lyft or Uber. It's kind of more of a matchmaking service, isn't yes, it? Yes. Like I'm going this way, let's like Let's be friends. So what's the benefit to the driver other than not driving alone? It's it's really looks like it's just uh 54 cents a mile they get. It's not really like or a thing. Or or do they have streets like or, or roads like we have out to the North Hills where you have to have X amount of people to be able to get in certain lanes. Could be a thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. So then that could be that could be a benefit, right? If you want to get in the express lane and you have to have at least two or three people in the car and it's just you, you use the service to find someone to drive with you. Isn't that the whole point of carpool karaoke? <laughs> <laughs> can we get our uh, carpool karaoke going through this app maybe? Um, no, so it's interesting. So, so they do pay you that 54 cents per mile. Mm-hmm. Um, so you are getting paid. I mean, so it, it is, you know, ride to work will cost you around a dollar 50. Um, I don't know if it's so much like that pays for gas even. I, mm-hmm. Well, I guess that does, doesn't it? Because mm-hmm. that's what you can write off. Yep. So, so ideally you would at least get the gas money out of it. Um, by the way, uh, just aside for any wrestling fans out there, the, the image they show on the sample uh, picture here is Sasha Banks. <laughs> just saying, that's kind of interesting, uh, but I uh, kind of cool. Uh, kind of a different way to tackle this. And and I wonder how that would, uh, if they, so th- this is statewide, imagine. Uh, and of course, we're talking about Seattle, which is your Amazon, Starbucks, um, or you know, Redmond with uh, Microsoft. So there's a lot of tech people that this could uh, yeah, probably be on top of something like Yeah, because if you look at it, like like Chilla said, there's like a somebody who's on here via HOV, so you save eight minutes. Um, you can do different preferences like same gender or coworkers only. So you might be working at a very large company and not realizing Bob down the hall also works, you know, lives a block away from you. Interesting. And you could all be carpooling. Okay. That'd be cool, kind of cool to check out. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there's no name, but I imagine this is Chilla talking about WebOS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seems like a, no, Katie, tell me about WebOS. Uh, no, no. <laughs> uh, what, what's going on? How is it still alive, Chilla? This is the so, thing. This is the thing that HP bought from BlackBerry. Was that right? No, they didn't buy it from Black. I'm trying to think where they bought it from. They bought it from somebody. They buy it from Palm. Mm, that's right, Palm devices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. HP's long dead Palm devices and early tablets. <laughs> Yeah, but LG got a hold of it in 2013, according to the article in Engadget that you have listed here. So, yeah, um, where, where this got me interested. So, if you've seen, and I'm big on UI and user experience. I, if you go into a Target or you go into Best Buy or wherever you can find an LG TV, I mean, if you get a chance to play around with with some of their higher end TVs, um, they're all running WebOS and they're running WebOS to do services like Netflix and and everything else. Samsung's taken this route with Tizen to get their their um, app enabled TVs kind of up and running. We see TCL has Roku. Um, what's interesting to me is LG open sourced the the WebOS, uh, much different from the existing port of it for open WebOS, but they have uh, 
what is it? Web OS, OSE, open source edition.org. Not enough letters. Um, Definitely not enough letters, right? Yeah. Well, it's funny because it's web OS, OS, E. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's like the URL stuttered. Um, it, but it's interesting because it's, it's, it's based on HTML5 and CSS3, um, has baked in multitasking uh, support. It's based on Linux. This so is on, and this is on televisions. Yes, it was on television, but they're open sourcing it, hoping people pick it up for things like refrigerators and microwaves and anything that you would want to port a small operating system to. Um, you could do that if cable boxes. Um, I, I think it's interesting, and I hope we see because I'm pretty impressed with the operating system overall from from the way LG's done it, and I really I always liked it on the HP device, other than it was horrifically slow um but obviously times have changed since 2013 so i'm hoping we see this on more and more devices well how about to loop this around to what we were talking about before and so kitty can get her first pie story uh out of this uh apparently i found an article from the register.co.uk that says screw luxury fridges you can now run web web os on your raspberry pi on your fridge uh, on your fridge yes (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah yeah already ported to the raspberry pi hardware under the apache license so so that's one place you can put it so uh cool i think there's something for you to do chilla because i know you love your tv interfaces well and i'm interested too if they if i can do power over ethernet and somehow get the samsung thing where i get video of the inside of my fridge all based on a raspberry pi and it all comes together (laughs) Um, we saw those mirrors too. Remember those mirrors that kind of had a Android running underneath the mirror that kind of gave you a heads up display when you were getting ready in the morning. Mm-hmm. Same thing here. Um, I, w- I want to talk about one more video game thing. Um, have you guys heard of Fortnite? Yes. It's kind of all yes. the rage now. Mm-hmm. What, what do you guys know about this? Cause I'm just kind of diving I, into it. I literally I, played my first game of it today. I know they did the beta and didn't, and, for ios and then it launched and then they made like three million dollars in two days or something Jeez, like that this, <laughs> this is the thing that this is this is the the the, the one that breaks the rule the, the proves the rule that breaks the rule of my freemium games i did sign up i i did uh uh i, I do have now uh, a Fortnite on my on my xbox and on my phone uh no i signed up for the, the invite last night and i got it today so i i played it and, and it's cool because it's Okay, so you basically drop into an island. It's kind of like if you took uh, Minecraft and mixed it with any kind of first person. Or, I think Team Fortress is an accurate depiction of this, uh, if you guys aren't seeing the visuals. And yeah, you drop into an island. You can uh, use your pickaxe to to harvest materials. This is more fun than it sounds, because this is what's kept me away from doing this, right? Um, I played it for about 10 minutes, and I'm like, okay, I could do this. Uh, and you can build walls. You can build plat- platforms and, and, and ramps and things. Like, uh, they, they kind of depict in the, the one trailer, I don't know if this is the one, uh, where you like kind of on the fly here. Actually, this is the part where they're building, um, they're building cover like on the fly, basically, while they're being shot at. You know, so it's it, it's a lot of fun. They basically drop a hundred people on an island for this. 
uh, massively multiplayer, uh, at least, you know, in session. Um, looks like it's a ton of fun. It does feel like it's a ton of fun. Uh, and I definitely recommend it, especially since it's free. There's nothing, nothing to keep you from it. So, so how long does like a round last? Um, until I die, because it's usually pretty quick. Because we had that problem where everybody's going to be better than you because it's been out for a little bit, right? Uh, so, mm-hmm. you know, go in for fun. But the fun part is, and this is pointed out in our podcast, is after you die, you get to watch whoever killed you until they get killed, until they get killed, until they get killed. So now you can kind of, like, this whole, like, you can root for the person that killed you kind of thing. So, uh, but yeah, it looks like it's a lot of fun. Again, it's on your phone. And also that it's like, it's a full-fledged, you know, third-person shooter on your phone at this point. You have success, plays fine, from what I could tell so far. Uh, and of course, again, on every platform like that game earlier, uh, on Xbox, PlayStation 4, I think Steam, or at least on the Mac, I found the Epic Games downloader, uh, and it brought it down there. Um, there's other versions that have more campaigns and things that are like, you know, $30, $40, $60. Uh, but you can download the Battle Royale, start playing with it. it. It does have that freemium model if you want like different costumes and things. You don't have a lot of selection at first. Uh, but you can also build that out. It, it's <laughs> and and also related to this, Drake apparently likes it because he was playing with a a uh, Twitcher named uh, it's that's a weird name for a Twitcher, yes, uh, named uh, Ninja and uh, and just broke all records for Twitch streams. So I guess I guess Twitch has arrived in the mainstream now uh, with this. And isn't Ninja making like fifty? 50- k a year or something or 50k a month doing twitch i imagine it's a month <laughs> I, I imagine uh but uh no it, it, it's interesting and it's kind of come out of nowhere again it's epic epic uh epic mega games that you'll probably know for unreal unreal tournament um I, i'm sure a lot of games it basically the, the unreal engine like probably runs half of the video games out there these days so but it's interesting, and maybe we'll maybe we'll start an awesome cast game server or something. Oh, Juju, Juju from uh, from New Pittsburgh Steelers were also on that was also on that stream. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, real quick, Ninja Ninja's twenty six year old went from working in a fast food joint to making fifty k a month playing video games. Yes, Katie, you you have something in there from our sponsor in the chat room. Yeah, I just was. Uh... You know, looking around on the Instagrams and Slice is giving away a $15 gift card. So head over to their Instagram page. It's one of the posts. And all they want you to do is predict the final four in the, this is basketball, the NCAA uh, final four. Oh, that thing that was tying up traffic over the weekend. Yeah, the bouncy ball. Um, Yeah, you do that. And then you just tag a friend who should try Slice, which should be all of your friends. And uh, you might win $15 gift card. Do it. There you go. Go check it out. Uh, So... Um. Awesome, uh, Katie. Mm-hmm. I think you have a story to close us off here. Of course. Uh, uh-huh. you might not want to scroll down on it. <laughs> oh, thanks for the heads up. Yep, yep. I I did that earlier. <laughs> oh, this is the sun. They're not afraid of. Uh... They're not afraid of anything. Oh, let's scroll, 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 scroll. scroll. Oh, oh my god, no, that's not bad. It's not bad. Well, it depends on what's popping up on your sides, like which articles oh, are popping on the sides, up on the sides. The, yeah, that's uh, yeah. popping up is very accurate for this. Yeah, that's the word I want. Uh, so this is okay to me. This is just interesting because it's um, so this article essentially uh, this porn star. I, uh, what is your name, lady? Uh, Brett Rossi, which is a lady. 
she has this article where where she says that PlayStation VR. Well, she's one of the mentioned in the article, especially um, PlayStation VR will die without virtual reality porn. Says the triple X industry. So it's it's really interesting because yeah, uh, it's not an option in any of the PlayStation stores and the VR stores to look at porn, um, but they feel like it should be. And that's one. And my favorite quote. Let me find my favorite favorite quote. Uh, in the end, any system that isn't compatible with VR porn will die out due to consumer dynamics. Betamax was also a Sony product, and it lost out to VHS for similar reasons. But, but, but I was just like, <laughs> but, but that's my favorite line. Blu-ray, mm-hmm. I think, didn't have porn for the longest time. H- HD they- DVD was the the um, chosen format by the porn industry. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Disney selected Blu-ray. Mm. That's why Blu-ray. Blu-ray and won. the real lesson here is Disney's greater than porn. Mm, I don't know if now. <laughs> dun dun dun. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> uh well the other argument um is there a web browser on playstation or playstation vr yeah there there is a there is a web browser well i don't know if it's built into vr but i know there's one on playstation because i know people that have taken well, it to hotels i'm not gonna click on this uh, <laughs> but but this article over here says Pornhub's 360 degree videos now work on playstation vr because i think that's okay you're not gonna drop a was a virtual bangers or whatever we were talking about on the show uh app on the playstation store but because they're uh a little they're not into doing uh, adult only games aao games which is an actual rating by the usrb in in this in this country uh but if you have a browser in your vr thing uh then it's going to become compatible so i i think yeah i i I think it's kind of a moot point that and i don't know do you what what are your thoughts i mean Video game consoles have existed for how long without having? By the way, the thumbnail is risque that popped up in the (laughs) chat room. Uh, (laughs) Can't show that now. Um, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been consoles, and there, it's not. It's not. um, Well, there have been kind of porn games. There's been Leisure Suit Larry. There's been that weird NES game with uh like 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 the guy in the cowboy hat in a in a eight bit penis. No, that was an Atari game actually. Um, so this has happened. The unlicensed game, say right? The it's fine when it's unlicensed or it's it's. I mean, Leisure Suit Larry to me mm-hmm. wasn't wasn't the equivalent of VR porn. But no, the, no. I don't know the, the 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 console world has survived, and I'm not counting PC gaming because. But I mean, I don't think console gaming is going going to die off without some kind of porn. And, and I think the porn sites actually do list PlayStation VR as an option, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, no, I, I think you know this is happening. It's mm-hmm. on every platform. There's more of them available, and you can get them easier. Vive is down to three four hundred ninety nine dollars. Oculus is four hundred dollars. The standalone Vive in here is is uh, coming out for eight hundred dollars. Um, plus, the you can you know pick up old Samsung uh, Gear VRs for low end. Hell, you can buy that five dollar uh, uh, visual you know the viewer three sixty viewer uh, from Walmart at this point. So uh, yeah, it's very accessible. So you can get your three sixty porn guys pretty, <laughs> pretty on the cheap. Katie, don't worry about it. Yeah, You'll worried. get your VR porn. Thank goodness. <laughs> Give me my pie and porn. Now, I don't know about like a full 3D thing. 
Yeah. Is that maybe what she's referring to? I don't think so, because I don't know that there's much of that these days yet. Mm, no. You mean 360 view? What are you saying there's not much of? No, no, no. There's 360 video VR porn, Mm -hmm. but there's not like VR as in interact. Like when I think virtual reality, I think something digital, right? Not video, right? You mean like a game? Yes. Like that, that's not happy, and that's not going to be on the PlayStation anytime soon because <laughs> they have a closed store. So it'll be interesting. Now, when that joins with Twitch, yeah, I want to get away from this article before I pull up something. Yep. You're not supposed to accidentally. Yes. Hey, I want to give a shout out to our friends at the Millville Music Festival. I'm glad I gave them such a great lead-in. Music Millvillemusic.org. Decidedly not porn. Uh, check them out. They're coming up May 12th, 2018. Uh, here in a few, about a month and a half, I guess, at this point. They take over the town of Millvale. I was, I guess, hanging out on the River Talk. They had a full studio and uh, a, a band that was, that's going to be a part of that uh, as well. So it really does take over that, that, uh, that, that town where there's a lot of cool things happening. A lot of breweries, a lot of bars, a lot of eateries. Uh, they're coming up, and you can go check out the town, check out some great music. Um, our affiliate Psychic Media Services will be hosting a stage. Is it Element Church? Is that the one that we have? That's what we had last year, right? Yeah, that's the one that we had last year. We were in a church. I haven't representing. selected our... You haven't? Oh, he's right. Missy's on the committee. Producer Missy's also producing part of the Millville Music Festival. So, yes. yes. Uh, they, they, they do give us kind of a choice of things. Mm-hmm. But, um... We kind of work kind of around a lot. Uh, but but uh, go check that out, millvellemusic.org, and they've been doing weekly updates, um, uh, checking in with uh, the lead up to it. Yeah, I've, I've got weekly meetings at this point. Yes. So I don't see you Wednesdays. So, yeah. all right. And so, millvellemusic.org. Also, hey, um, this Friday, uh, Riz Plays Games is scheduled to be in here. Uh, I don't know what we're playing, what we're doing, but we're going to be playing video games and uh, having a lot of fun with that. Uh, I talked about a little bit about some of the background on that, uh, some of the cool things we're doing in production over on the Awesome Cast Gold if you're at that $5 Patreon level. And, uh, but uh, you can jo- look, go, go follow the Riz Plays Games Twitch channel. And on the side, also uh, follow Sorgatron Media on there uh, because I, I've hooked up the Xbox and uh, we're playing a little bit of Twitch and maybe we'll do a little bit more on the Sorgatron Media channel as we, we kind of build that concept here. Uh, you're doing all, all the media here out of the studio. I'm looking forward to uh, building that up. And the next game night is uh, right here in the studio, um, April 26th. You can join us at 6 p.m. Uh, again, put on by our good friend Christopher Whitlatch, who usually brings a game to feature. Um, King of Tokyo was uh, the game that was featured. It was a lot of fun, kind of a kaiju board game kind of situation. Katie Dudas, she's going to be a trans world. Yeah, yeah. Look for her out there. In St. Louis. In St. Louis. Yeah, I know. <laughs> wow. This is not your first trans world. This is not your no. first uh, horror rodeo. Horror, yeah. <laughs> Doing that horror thing. I'm so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, Kate Marie, PGH. Follow me on Instagram. I'm sure it'll be interesting. The Instagram is coming up uh, for Katie. Awesome. John Chichilla. I chill on the Twitters. Josh chill on the Facebooks. And I do like the raspberry pies. So if they have any tasty Mm -hmm. raspberry pie, bring me one home. There you go. There you go. And of course, that's Sorgatron on the Twitter. SorgatronMedia.com. A lot of great podcasts going on. Uh, A lot of fun stuff coming up. Uh, We uh, like to say a lot of awesome chats. We're recording a new one for uh, next week. Uh, some people are doing some awesome thing here in the area. And also, again, please check out our friends like uh, the, the broadcast, broadcast, uh, I think broadcast-podcast.com uh, so you can check them out and all of our friends at River's Edge. 
pgh.com as well for all your podcasting fun uh join us next week 7 p.m eastern time on the facebook live and uh thank you to our awesome chat room i'm amanda brandon uh steve's in there as well hi mom uh always <laughs> so popping into doug i'm sure we're just uh giant heads on his television in his on his chromecast right now uh so and of course alex out there on the west coast uh thanks so much you've been our awesome audience have an awesome week This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.